Okay. Yesterday we were learning the Rebbe Rashab's explanation of this passage in Davening. There is no one who compares to you at all Hashem in this world. And the Rebbe Rashab explains that it's only through the creation of this world that, we're, that we get some insight into the true infinity of Hashem. Infinity doesn't mean that something doesn't have limits. Infinity means that something is not, is not even limited by not having limits. It's beyond all parameters at all. So looking throughout the entire spiritual cosmos and looking at the various angels and souls and beings and worlds and uh, places, if you will, in the various worlds, so each you see a, 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 a seamless flow from one level to the next, how they all connect to each other because everyone's conscious of where they come from. It's only with the creation of this world where this, there's, there's an emergence of a new concept, of a creation of something which has no comparison at all to what preceded it. It's something which has nothing to do with it before, whatever existed before. So much so that Rebbe Hashab says that if you were to try to evolve the creative being back to its source, no matter how many kinds of, uh, of evolutions, things that would never get closer uh, after... There would never be an infinite gap. You can never bridge an infinite gap with finite steps. So you would never get to to the you would never be able to go beyond the physical reality to the spiritual. It's a whole different kind of reality. And this creation of this physical world tells us that not only does Hashem Himself is beyond the parameters of do we not only is it noticeable in this world, but this world tells us that this is true for the higher worlds as, worlds as well. Even the higher worlds, who are very, have a state, are a state of rapture and a dveikos, an attachment to Hashem, they also are incomparably negligible and, and, uh, to, to Hashem's essence. So it's this world that tells us that about the other worlds above. And this will give us insight about the primacy of this world in the scheme of things of being the place where Hashem wants to have a home. Let's go now into the end of Oasis Zion. Um, we're going to five lines from the top of the page. Page Chav Zion. Zeu Abir Mashakos Abam Maimersh Inu Liachavah Hamshachos Mitzvayach Anastaf Kazan Mugbol the Yom Yisadafk. The pasuk says, "I have made days for him, and there is one in them." Chassid explains, "God makes days for for him. For him means for each of us." And the reason he makes those days is because he wants us to bring him into them, bring one into them. So why does the Tepasa connect the time that we have in this world with bringing God into it? What's the relationship? God, you could have said, God created man, and man has to bring God into the world. Why, what's emphasis on time? So surprisingly, it's, ironically, it's because there is a limited time in this world that we're able to bring into this world the true oneness of Hashem. The time that we have in this world is very finite. It's not like Ratzi Vashul, which could also be called time in, in a, uh, in a, as a borrowed term, because it's change in Matzi Vashul, or Mati Mati, which is even more abstract, and he has an even more of an abstract sense of change in time. So they, they also could be called time in some way, but the true finite definition of time is significant in that it, because of its limitation, it's a perfect vessel for God's essence. Okay, in there explains. 
The Pasuk is written one way and it's read a different way. It's written, loy echov, for our Ashkenazic, Ashkenazic tongue, it's, it sounds the same, right? It's loy echod with a vav or with an aleph, it's going to be the same. We say it both the same way. By the way, the Alt Rebbe, when he would lane, even though he read the Ashkenazic pronunciation, you could tell the difference between a, a vav and an aleph. Uh, no one today knows how that was done, but that's, that's, that's a fact. Either way, loy echovahem means, on the surface, to bring the oneness of Hashem here. Veloyachabem also means there is not one in them. What does that mean? So we learned earlier in the Maimur that means there is a way the Abishter, you see Hashem, how all of creation is, you see how all of creation is one with Him. And then there is a way the Abishter, the truth of the Abishter is beyond creation. How the Abishter is alone. How it's, it's not shot that the heavens and the earth and all of it is one with Him. There's no independent existence. It's all being created by Hashem and does nothing, nothing exists independently of Hashem. But more than that, there is nothing else at all. V'loyecha means, we're talking about the way the Abishur is beyond being one with creation, but the way the Abishur is beyond creation. In the The word v'loyechad is referring to the level of yachid. The way Hashem is in the the way Hashem is in His essence, where there is nothing else. Actually refers to not just higher levels beyond the spiritual cosmos, but even refers to God's essence. Velachin, precisely because we're talking about God's essence, there has to be, there has to be limitation. It's such, such a counter, counterintuitive idea. Because we're talking about something which is so unlimited, therefore there has to be limitation. Why? It's only in limitation that you see expression of God's essence. Only in the creation of a limited, a limited physical reality can you see that this, only Hashem could do this. By the way, just to make you confuse a little bit more, Chassidus says that the main thing of God's essence just like the Alter Rebbe says, the main thing about Hashem is, is not that the fact that He makes worlds. Hashem is beyond making worlds. That's not something that Hashem would put on His resume, so to say. But beyond that, the, the uh, Friedrich Rebbe added to that, the fact that Hashem could do anything is also, only Hashem could do anything. Only Hashem is kol yachol. That's also not something that expresses His essence. So when you say Hashem is beyond all parameters, that's a truth about Hashem. But that's not, that, that's not <laughs> the fact that He's beyond all the parameters we can imagine or, or that exist. Doesn't get doesn't give us any more insight into God's essence. God's essence is is is, is something which we cannot have any. Even as Sadas Hashlila, Sadas means you're walking down the street and someone's at a distance away from you and you say, Ah, I know this is not a lady. I know it's not a midget. I know it's not a giant. It's closer. I know it's not Yankel and Shmerel and Beryl and Laser. Ah, it was right up to you. I don't know who this is. So Sadas Hashlila means that you're able through what you don't know. You're able to contrast what you know with what you don't know. You're able to say, I know it's not this. Hasogas hashlila, knowing what something is not. So with Hashem, with Hashem's essence, we can't have even hasogas hashlila. We can't even know what Hashem's, Hashem's essence is not. And, and yet, the creation of a limited time and space is an expression of only Hashem's essence. Only Hashem's essence can make that. And by the Jew being in this world and bringing God's essence into time and space, you're walking on, on the street. You know what walking is, right? They have a skateboard. You're, you're skating down the street and you come to a red light. 
And the red light has seven more seconds till you're able to cross the street. The Avish made time. And so you say a Pasuk and Tanya. So, so, so there, there's something going on in this world. The Avisha gives you a time to do something in this world. You are in a different Asiyah Sheva Asiyah than all of us, Rabbi. What else are we doing with the red my, light? My you're hitting <laughs> extra go to make it through those seven seconds. That's what you're doing. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you might as well bang your head against the pole. It doesn't do anything. Listen, the, the, is, the limited time and space that God gives us, that specific limitation is an expression of God's essence. Only Hashem himself could make this limited creation. We said earlier in the Mimer that the Neshamis and Malachim in heaven are impacted by our Torah study. They're impacted by our Davin. They come and they're, even though they're Chaveirim, even though they're friends, they get along perfectly and they have never any jealousy or hatred or, or competition, yet they come from heaven they say, oh, let's go to that traffic light over there. Wow, you think of Pasuk Tanya. Why is your Pasuk Tanya, which has all kinds of confusion or whatever that you're thinking about, you think about before, and that, why is it more important than the, the song of the Malachim in Gan Eden? They're singing, they're singing the songs to Hashem with purity, with Ketusha, with Tara. Huh? Okay, Pasuk Ches, Perek Ches. The last chapter of the mind, let's try to do this today. This is all accomplished by the, don't get scared, Zev. This is all accomplished by the Jewish people who are called the army of Hashem. If we can't, we can't. We're going to do this. You, you stop me. When, like my kids, when I brush our teeth. They're like, I can't do it. Stop when it hurts. If you stop, I'll put, I'll put the toothbrush away. The Jewish people are called the army of Hashem. By a Jew serving Hashem in a way of tzva. In all three explanations, which means you have to serve Hashem Hashem Chayil. got to be a soldier. God says in Ayom Yom, what does what does what's a soldier mean? A soldier means someone who believes in the general. You believe in the general, and you know that you're gonna you're gonna win, because you know you're gonna win. You go, you don't just you're not just ready like a slave. A slave is ready at any moment to serve his master, but uh, slaves slaves go to sleep. A, a soldier is a whole different kind of devotion. So, soldiers go have mysterious nefesh. They're, 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 because soldiers believe in victory. That's the, of, of, the number one. You're a soldier. Number two, Hashem Sivyein. Number two, Zev Castle, you have color. And in addition to color, meaning that you serve Hashem in your own way, it also means that you connect yourself. And you're part of the Jewish people with Avis Yisrael. And Avis Yisrael is a vessel to loving God. When you love a Jew, that opens your heart to love Hashem. And not just love Hashem, there adds over here a line, Avas Etzim Etzim, the love of your essence to Hashem's essence. You can love someone because you understand their milas. You understand how great they are. So what part of you loves them? You understand that. What part of you understands their virtues? Your mind understands their virtues, and that, that, that generates in your feelings, in your heart. Ah, oh, you love that person. But then there's a different... So what about them are you loving? You're loving their, the love of the, your externality to their externality. You're loving their virtues in a place in yourself which is also external. But then there's a way you love your brother, love your father. That's a love of your essence to, their, to, to his essence. Like you the wow. And Mugwal, did you just make that up just now? Wow. You understand, David? Okay. So, um, 
there's a love of essence to essence. So by loving a fellow Jew, that causes you to have a love for Hashem. Not just a love for Hashem, but a love from your very being to Hashem's very being. Essence to essence. So that's a second dimension in your service of Hashem. You've got to have a Yisrael. Not just you have to be a soldier, you've got to be one of the boys. You have, you have to include yourself in the Jewish people. You have to love your fellow Jew. And through that, love Hashem. And you have to realize you have a time. And that accomplishes Tzivasavaya. Hainu, what does it mean? It accomplishes Tzivasavaya. Hainu, Shagam, Be'inin, Shemitzaratzim, Hubbukas Mitzvahis. Even a place where it's naturally, ordinarily, it's organically a place of Tzvahis, a place of multiplicity, a place of where there are legions, where there are all kinds of creatures. This, this refers to the lower three worlds, which are not like Atzilus. And Atzilus, he and the lights are one, he and the vessels are one. So in, ordinarily, this world is a place of tzvois, of legions. Not only can you impact the lower three worlds, I mean, we're talking about Gan Eden over here. Impacting Gan Eden, it's, they're, they're, they're a little bit into Yiddishkeit over there, right? So it's not, that, that, not only that, the Rebbe says, you're even able to impact this world, not just this world, even the land of Mitzrayim. Unless you think the land of Mitzrayim is referring to uh, a place in the Middle East, Erevas Haaretz, the place which is the abomination of the world, the lowest kind of place in the world. Not just a place that's lowest, in the lowest exile. You're able to cause that this voice, this place which is so low, you're able to make it nullified and uh, secondary to Yudke Vavke. That's why the Jewish people are not called tzvoyes havaya; they're called tzivus havaya. The, the difference between them is in the sense in grammar, when we say tzivus havaya, tzivus is part of it's a, a a description of havaya, the army is of Hashem, the legions of Hashem, <coughs> versus the Lord of Hosts. So tzivus havaya are uh, you're able to cause the uh, that this this army that this legion this this multiplicity in creation should become one with Hashem, nullified to Hashem. You're able to cause this place, which is so incongruous with godliness, to become nullified to godliness. Which the truth is, Yudke Vavke is the inner vitality of all of God's seven names, which cannot be erased. <coughs> the inner energy of all of them is learned early on the Mimer is Yudke Vavke. That's why you, we find that uh, sometimes in Tanakh, we find the name Kel Hashem. Uh, Hashem, Hashem's name is used together with all other seven names because all the seven names are the inner part of the vessel and Hashem's name, Yudke Vavke, is the light itself. And through this you make this world to be at the level of the world of Atzilus. And this is the whole point and the greatest virtue that that about this virtue it says that our friends that the friends sorry the the and Malachim were sitting in the gardens in Gan Eden they listen to your voice and they say to you in this world let me hear your voice they want to hear your Torah your mitzvahs because by you learning to doing mitzvahs in the time allotted for you in the days in the time that God gave you. You're able to accomplish not just you're able to bring down the oneness of Hashem, as Hashem's light is limited within creation, but even not, there is not 
one in them, meaning the way Hashem is beyond one, the way Hashem is beyond the world, the essence of Hashem. The way Hashem is described as one and does not have a second. When, when we talk about Hashem within creation, we, the Gemara Brachas says that Hashem is the one God and the seven heavens and the four directions. We're talking about the way creation connects with Him. And how we see Hashem's oneness and Hashem's greatness in creation. When the Pasuk says there is one, He doesn't have a second, we're talking about the way the Abishur is in truth, higher than creation, before creation. Yachid. So a Jew is able to bring into the world not just Echad, but even Yachid. Every place a Jew is, he's able to accomplish that there should be He's able to reveal the oneness of Hashem in that place. That that place should become part of the armies of Hashem. They should be like the world of Atzilus in a revealed way. Through this we accomplish that Hashem's words should be fulfilled. What did Hashem say? I come to my garden. That means not only the way Hashem came to the garden when He created the world. And the way Hashem came to the garden of Antera. But the way Hashem is going to come to the garden when Mashiach will come. The way, by Yid making the world like Atzilus, by revealing Hashem in the world, that causes Basilagani, that Hashem in his very essence should come to the garden, the place where he was originally, meaning when, in the beginning of creation, when Galilee was revealed here, so there should be a revelation in this world higher than the world of Atzilus. And that's the meaning of making a home for Hashem. That this world becomes a home for Hashem's essence. And how do you make a home for Hashem? For Hashem's essence? It's through your essence. Through the essence of your neshama, you have to bring down God's essence. Your essence connects with God's essence. The pastors, it sounds like that was referring to the idea of Mr. Snefesh. That, that you put yourself into this desire of Hashem. You care about it, and you put your essence. You want this place to be a home for Hashem. Uh, like the last of the twelve psukim, that was to say over there, Yismach Hashem Yisav. A Jew is supposed to rejoice in the fact that God's rejoicing in having a home here. So you put your essence in God's joy in having a home here. You're Yismach Hashem Yisav. You're rejoicing in God's joy. You put your essence there. That brings God's essence here. Where do you make this home for Hashem? Only in this world. This world, the lowest world, this is a place which becomes the home for Hashem, the Mishkan for Hashem. This happens within, within every single Jew. As the Pasuk says, make from you, make the shall dwell within them. It does not say I'll dwell within it, but within, but, but within them, within every Jew. As it will be revealed, when Mashiach will come, literally, Mamish. We've got to do it. Too long to scroll us. What's the one? Like, what's the one thing? I'd like to just know what the one thing is. One, one thing. Yeah, we'll find out. And like, uh, the the Sheikh. The words Rebbe said was, the words Rebbe said was that it doesn't make sense. The hasn't come. The fact he hasn't come yet, it's a riot, it's a proof there's still something left to do. I remember when I prayed for Rabbi Maimur that all that's left is disbelief. They said, all the appointed time any explanation you're going to say that they said has been done already. No, no explanation. But the fact he hasn't come yet, so he's got to do something. He hasn't come. 
but uh, we have to put our essence into it. That's the point that says. Put your essence into it. And it's very difficult to do that, obviously. Uh, especially when Jews are asking you for free books. <laughs> you really believe in Jews coming tomorrow? All right, that moment, that's a duck a check. What are you, what are you worried about? Yes, yes. coming tomorrow. Go stop here. Right now.